Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like a screaming fish. Completely unnatural, and sometimes frightening. Today on the show, I wanted to talk about the concept of right now, using the terminology right now at the end of emotional experiences, or depression, or anything that you're experiencing, both negative and positive, to kind of help ground you into reality. I think we, we tend to... Uh, undervalue the language that we use every day in our lives, and if we take the extra moment to add the term right now to the end of happiness, I'm happy right now, uh, I'm feeling sad right now, I'm depressed right now, things aren't working right now, it kind of helps you focus everything into this moment, so I kind of extrapolate on that a little bit in this episode, so let's hit the button and do the thing. Drums, Listen to the 48 Hours Podcast for shocking murder cases and compelling real-life dramas from one of television's most watched true crime shows. Go behind the scenes of each episode with award-winning CBS News correspondents and producers in Postmortem, a weekly deep dive. Listen to 48 Hours wherever you get your podcasts. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Inspired by the life of the savvy and ambitious Colombian businesswoman Griselda Blanco comes a new Netflix original limited series. Griselda tells the story of a devoted mother who, with her lethal blend of charm and relentless savagery, creates one of the most powerful cartels in history. Witness Sofia Vergara's captivating transformation into the godmother of the underworld. Griselda, now streaming only on Netflix. Hey everybody, so today on the show I wanted to talk about, um, well, I, I'm, I, first of all, I want to apologize for a little bit of the lower energy for this episode. I'm kind of going through a bit of a difficult, uh, moment in time, just the past few days, really the past week or so, probably the past week, um, I've been feeling pretty low energy, a little bit lost, um, I've been, you know, I've been trying to reframe some of my career trajectory and really trying hard to not give into a lot of things that I've done in my past, you know, going back into places of safety and doing things just to feel safe. Uh, I like to continue to try to push boundaries and utilize my strengths of being an introverted thinker and create courses and try to create products and try to make interesting stuff and continue to do this podcast and stuff like that. Uh, so I've been having some, some money issues. I've been dealing with 
sort of some PTSD also, some complex PTSD to be specific, about this time last year, I, w I was having some difficult times uh, in my life. I was in California still, and I was just not feeling great. In the past, summers have always been difficult for me uh, emotionally. I've always been more of an introvert, so having to go outside has felt it feels like a pressure thing. Like I need to be having a lot more fun than I want to, <laughs> you know, I like to spend time inside. I have no qualms about, uh, uh, not going out and, and doing beach things and being physical. Like I don't care. It's just not my thing, but I can't help but feel weird or feel out of place when the rest of society is in love with being outside and in love with doing things, um, uh, out there. And I just feel like I'm weird. And I know that's not exclusive to me. I know plenty of introverts feel that way. I know plenty of people in the world have felt that way, but I'm, I'm kind of just sharing my own personal experience with that. And really what I'm going through and what I want to talk about on this episode is this feeling of, of realizing that what I feel is, is a, is a temporary thing that right now is how I feel like, so when somebody says something to the effect of, we, we try to basically attach emotions to generalized feelings to the grander scheme of things. So when someone says like, I'm not happy, that just means to them, that could be anything that could be, I'm not happy now. I'm not, or I'm not happy forever. I've never been happy. I'm not a happy person, that sort of thing. But I find that what's been helping me push through is to attach right now to the end of things. I'm not happy right now. I'm depressed right now. I'm not feeling great about life right now. I'm having money issues right now. I'm, I feel like a financial burden right now. I feel like I'm unreliable right now. Any kind of emotion that you're having, attach the term right now to it. Because I think when we don't do that, we, we kind of feel this sense of impending doom that comes with it. And I say we, but I, I'm really talking about me. I can only really talk from my experience, though I have spoken to other people and, and I'm, I'm also sharing this based on what I've noticed from out in the world and people talking about their emotions is that people tend to, to, to be so reductive in their emotional experience that they, they end up making it so broad and so abstract that it's, it's harmful. It feels hopeless when something feels, when you say something like, I'm not happy, that feels big. That feels out of control. That feels like I will never fix that. That feels impossible. That feels like it's just too much to take on. And when we're able to attach right now to the end of that, I feel like it distills it down. It gives it a sense of focus. It gives you a, 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 the ability to look at it right now in this moment and say, okay, I'm not happy right now. How can I deal with this right now? How, what can I, you know, because when you're, when you're feeling upset, when you're feeling sad, when you're feeling depressed, when you're feeling hopeless in any kind of sense, we tend to feel like we're a burden. You know, people that have uh, died by suicide have often felt 
that they were a burden to their family and friends and that they feel like their family and friends would be better without them. And to avoid us getting to that place, attaching right now allows us to distill it to this moment and to not use assumptive language in other areas of our life. Because, you know, as unfortunate as it is, saying that we would be a burden to anyone is an assumptive thing. We are assuming based on the information that we've gathered, but we don't know that for sure unless you've talked to your family. And even if so, if you feel like you're a burden, then you can separate yourself from the situation, not by death, but physically or emotionally, or give yourself the time to work through something. Now, I understand it's it's a lot more difficult when it comes to long-term depression. This is stuff that I've also been dealing with my entire life. And to not feel like a burden every single day is really difficult. But I continue to make adjustments and I continue to be, to try to be aware of the nuances of my emotions day in and day out. Because again, there are still levels and nuances to depression that maybe we don't consider and we don't think about. You know, the, depression manifests in different ways. So, you know, you might have a day where you're feeling like, I can't get out of bed today. Let me focus on that. I need to eat something. Let me focus on that. What am I feeling right now? You know, even if you are overall depressed in terms of big picture thinking, what is the emotion right now that you have? Or what is the need that you have right now? You know, I need to be alone right now. I need to eat something right now, which I feel I eat something right now. <laughs> um, you know, where, what do I want to do right now? Where do I want to go right now? And kind of keeping things in the moment helps, helps it to not feel so scary because even if you're going from moment to moment and like the first moment feels the same as the next, there are going to be fluctuations. And, and I think if you can start to apply right now language to your emotional experiences, to what you want in life, things like that, you can start to see the beauty and the nuances in day-to-day feelings and day-to-day emotions and day-to-day experiences. Because, you know, I'm, I'm right now, I am at the lake. I am sitting here. I, I, this morning I was having, uh, definitely a mental weight. I didn't really know how to express it. So, which I need to go back to Molly and be a little bit more straightforward with her about how I'm feeling. She's always awesome about listening to me, but I think lately I've been kind of brushing it off and that's not helpful for our relationship. So I need to be a little bit more clear. Um, but this morning I got up, um, pretty early and my plan was to go to the gym and I put on my shoes, went downstairs, got into my car I was already limping because my ankle has been a big problem with me lately. It's it's a big issue with mental health wise because I feel like I I can't go anywhere, and you know right now I feel really terrible about it. Like I just I decided to not go to the gym. I also forgot my headphones, which we all know that's discouraging. <laughs> um, and I decided to to just go to the lake, which is we live near near lake near Lake Ontario. And I'm actually facing the bay, not the lake. The lake's the other direction, but whatever. It's a body of water. doesn't matter to me. Uh, And uh, I decided to come here and sit and record this podcast episode, listen to some music, and just kind of be for a little bit 
because right now I just, I feel like I wanted to be alone right now. I felt like I needed to take the time to process my emotions and not be sort of not feel like I'm a burden to anyone else or not feel like I'm being burdened by anyone else uh, in terms of, uh, client requests or anything like that. Like I just need everything to shut off, you know, and, um, taking that time is important. If it involves you having to wake up earlier, do it. Um, if it involves, uh, doing something later at night or during the day, or like, you know, if you're, if your partner likes to go to bed at a certain time and you usually go to bed together, like say, Hey, I'm going to stay up about an hour and spend that time to yourself. If you're a person that needs that time to yourself, just the point is to, to address your emotions and your feelings right now, not stop what you're doing, but I mean, just to be honest with your emotions and be honest that it is a right now thing. Even if you know that it's going to be a feeling that you're going to have tomorrow or feel like you've had this feeling over the past few days or whatever, it's still important to acknowledge that, okay, right now I feel sad. It's kind of like when you're, when you're, it's like when you get a, a like a sore throat and suddenly you feel like you take for granted all the times you don't have a sore throat. <laughs> it's almost like even if you're having a good day, you know, saying I'm happy right now and this is great because I, again, I think people attach emotions, especially happiness or not happy or not happy to a grander scheme in life. You know, a lot of people treat happiness as if it's a, a lever you switch and suddenly you're happy for the rest of your life. I think we've been misinformed by fairy tales. Uh, and, you know, it's a day-to-day -day taking stock in your life. And honestly, it is a way to to work on appreciating your life every single moment and every single day. Because we live a very, very long life when we choose to appreciate all of those moments. But if we're just kind of coasting and we're attaching broad emotions and the broad scheme of life to a singular feeling or thinking about I'm happy this week or happy this month or happy this year or last year sucked, this year's better. If we're thinking in the scope of years, it's almost like we're make, we're, we're skipping swaths of time. It's really about finding ways to distill it down to every day so that you're appreciating every day a little bit more. You know, how do you feel right now? Literally, when you're listening to this podcast, how do you feel right now? And if you need to, you know, set alarms on your phone to assess that, you know, maybe every few hours, like every three hours, set something on your phone, a reminder to ask, how do you feel right now? Or what's going on right now? Depending on uh, what you are trying to assess, you know, yeah, or just or just put right now so that it's something that whatever it is that you're doing, you stop for a moment, you take it in and you say, okay, I'm at the lake. I'm with my friends. I'm with people I love. I'm feeling depressed right now, or I'm feeling happy right now, or I'm hungry right now. It doesn't have to be a deep, meaningful thing. It just has to be this moment in time where everything distills and everything stops. And you're just able to say, you know, how do you feel inside? How do you feel outside? How do you feel in the scope of the day? How do you feel in this moment? I shouldn't even say the scope of the day. How do you feel in this moment? Are you sad? Are you happy? Are you relieved? Are you horny? Are you hangry? Are you, are you, um, 
longing to go somewhere? Are you bored? Are, you know, sometimes even taking stock in that, uh, in your boredom can say like, okay, I'm bored. I've been wasting too much time. I should go do something interesting or I should go, go for a run or go for a walk or drive somewhere or go to the lake or record a podcast or watch some baseball or whatever. And taking stock in the moment will kind of, you know, I, I have those moments when I'm like watching too many YouTube videos and I just stop and I'm like, what am I doing? This doesn't feel good anymore. And I'm still doing it. I think it's helpful for those who have like minor addictions when you have things like, like that, you know, like especially FOMO things or social media things where you're just scrolling on social media and you're just like, what am I doing? And, you know, it becomes, it, it's, it's like a pattern disruptor, basically being able to ask yourself right now, what is it? What do I feel? What is this in this moment? Who am I? And it, it's a pattern disrupt. It, it keeps you from just blindly scrolling and doing repeatable things. And it all kind of leads back to this feeling I was talking about at the top of the podcast is like, I don't want to go back into old habits. I don't want to go back into this feeling of safety because I need money and I know I need money and I know it's important to pay the bills that way. But I also know that getting a job feels terrible. So even if I do make money, it's got to be on my terms somehow. And there's always a way for me to figure out how to do that. So to give in to things that make me miserable is not going to help. I, I changed my entire life to not be miserable. So to go back into old habits feels like would feel terrible for me. So I'm, I'm trying to take stock in that right now and make sure that I, I, I do that all the time. You know, I've been wrestling with this idea of like, oh, maybe I should just Uber for a while or whatever. But then <laughs> literally that same day, I got uh, a message from someone who needed a logo design and I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> Perfect. It's like, you know, those are moments that feel serendipitous. Uh, and uh, make me, I don't know, just give me a jolt of, of confidence. Like I know what I'm doing. I just need to reach out to the right people. I need to utilize my skill set and not be so scared, not be scared of not being able to do it. And that is the feeling that I'm feeling right now is fear of failing, fear of making every change that I've made not feel like it was worth it. And it feels worth it. I love my life now. I love everything that is going on. You know, being with Molly is great. Being in front of this lake is great. Doing this podcast is great. Uh, doing the work that I do for Myers-Briggs courses has been feeling really great. And um, I want to stay that path. So I feel like I think that that need for safety is a threat to my existence right now. And uh, it's important for me to take stock of that. So that's how I feel right now. And what I can do about that is to continue to reach out to my resources that I need to make me feel a little bit better, to try to get some sales. And, you know, I, even though like rent is due like six days from now, I can make the money in six days. <laughs> I just need to focus on now because I feel like when I focus on, when I focus too far ahead, even days ahead, sometimes I can get arrested by it, especially when things are looming, when you've got bills, you've got to pay. I've got a child support hearing on August 14th. 
Like if I just think about that stuff, I feel like I would just be laying in bed, like waiting for it to happen instead of living my life and doing things. So allowing me to stop and say, okay, that's not important right now. What is important right now? What is my feeling right now? What is important right now? What can I do right now? And helping, helping myself to be more in the moment is, is a game changer. It truly is. Uh, so that's usually when I decide to do podcasts is when I, I, I take a moment to say like right now, what is this feeling? What am I working through? And then like a podcast idea comes and then I just, I pull over somewhere or I find a place where I am. If I'm at home, I'll go stand in front of the microphone and just start recording. (laughs) So, you know, sometimes taking stock right now can give you a sense of direction. Even if the feeling you're feeling right now is not a good feeling, being honest with yourself about that is a really good start. It's a good place to at least take, take stock, be honest and be real about what it is you're going through. If you need to write things down, then absolutely do that. That certainly helps people too. If you feel like you need to call a friend, call a friend. If you need to uh, go for a walk, go do that. Even if you don't have any friends, go to Starbucks and strike a conversation up with the barista. Like even a small talk conversation can sometimes feel good. Or like, I don't know, look up a joke or something and go find someone and tell them a joke. I don't know. There's, there's ways. <laughs> there's always a way. Um, so I'm going to wrap this up. But because right now I have to think about what I'm going to uh, to be doing for the next half hour. I need to go back home and pick up Molly to take her to work. So, yeah, good times. Um, uh, yep, that's it. So uh, I appreciate you guys for listening to this episode and for checking out uh, subscribing to the show. If you have, if you have not, and you're hearing this on some other platform, go to dopamine.life, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to, uh, leave a review. I would absolutely be helpful for me. And if you go to cnote.media, you'll be able to find my podcast course as well as my Myers-Briggs courses. Uh, I have a, um, a free easy mode course, and then I have an advanced course that is $99. You can go check that out at cnote.media. And, um, That is all I have to promote for today. But uh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for continuing to listen to this show. Uh, Your support is what keeps me going and gives me an outlet to have these discussions and be able to talk through what I'm going through in life. And you guys being there is like we're just kind of sitting together having coffee and talking about it. So, And you're letting me talk for 20 minutes. (laughs) So, um, yeah, go figure out what's going on for you right now and, uh, you know, do something about it. So that's it. I'll talk to you guys later. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to dopamine. I really appreciate it. If you thought this was a dope show, then you should wait until next week. But also while you wait, you should go to iTunes and Stitcher and leave a positive review. Positive reviews help me to uh, fill up my dopamine tank. Otherwise you can send your friends to dopamine.life to listen to the show or hi, my name is christian.com to get the latest updates. I'll catch you later. 